If you like ducks, dogs, training, deer hunting, anything outdoors, then this is the podcast for you guys. This is the Flying V Podcast. I'm Thaddeus Bash. I'm your host for this beautiful ride, and I'm assisted by my co-host, Mr. Changmore Vang. You can tune in every week and join us as we talk about anything and everything under the moon that you guys want us to talk about. Some fact, some fiction, and a whole lot of opinions. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Let's hop into it. What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to episode number two. Hopefully, first of all, you guys enjoyed episode number one. Uh, If you haven't got the chance to listen to it, after you get done with this one, you can jump back in time and listen to our first episode, which was last week. Uh, Myself and Vang, our co-host, had a great time doing that one uh, last week. I really enjoyed it, and I've been really looking forward to doing it this week. So thank you guys again for tuning back in. Uh, it means a lot to me. If you're not following us on Instagram or Facebook, go ahead and check me out at Flying V Outdoors. You can also find me on TikTok. I am on there. And the main thing is the YouTube channel, Flying V Outdoors. If you're not a subscriber, go ahead to YouTube, type in Flying V Outdoors, hit that subscribe button, and look at our most recent video, okay? I will leave a link to it in the video that's going to get posted to YouTube with this podcast. But head over there, get entered in our giveaway. We're giving away a Drake Swamp Soul backpack, a Drake gun case. We're giving away some Flying V hats, t-shirts, stickers. It's going to be pretty sweet. And all you have to do to get entered in that giveaway is hit that subscribe button and drop a comment on that video. Now, what's going on, Mr. Vang? What's up, my man? How have you been? How was your week, buddy? Uh, it was good. I, um... Got some things done, like repairing, replacing carpet. That was interesting. Learned how to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it went by, actually. How about you? Uh, it, it was, it's was. it been good since we last talked. Uh, yeah. I guess it's been busy. Same old stuff. Really work, training, uh, eating, sleeping. That's about it. So yeah I, I i don't have any cool war stories to really tell um since <laughs> since last week when we talked uh the, aren't the pot, you, are, aren't you coming up on a test tune or is it not uh yet? two weeks three weeks okay okay uh we're running that finished test right at, okay. uh, at in arkansas and uh yeah we've been trying to get ready for that that's a little nerve-wracking but uh we also are on a wait list for two weeks out. In two weeks, we're supposed to be going up to Searcy, Arkansas to a Freddie King seminar for uh, Friday and Saturday. And uh, I'm excited about that. But we're also on the wait list for West Mississippi HRC or West Missouri HRC. One of those two uh, to run finished as well. So if we get into that, we're not going to Searcy. But uh, nice. yeah, so it's hit or miss. I yeah. don't know. But uh, <laughs> Regardless, we are signed up for sure, and our dues are paid to run at Four States HRC in Arkansas, May 22nd, 23rd. So, yeah, we've been getting ready for that. Uh, I just ordered my third winger. Uh, should be here this week. I ordered another Doe Creek winger. Uh, anyone listen to the podcast, if you guys didn't see my review on that Doe Creek winger, uh, and you're here for training and stuff, go check them out very affordable uh support a small business and save yourself some money they're really high quality and solid obviously they're good enough that i ordered myself a third so (laughs) i mean that's that should say enough on its own 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now you're talking about your giveaways. How do I get myself one of them hats without if I don't get a giveaway or if I don't get drawn? They're not they're not open to the public right now. <laughs> oh, the, actually, the only way for everyone listening to get your hands on flying V hats, shirts, anything like that is through the giveaway. That is the only way. You'll be the first follower <laughs> to have some flying V merch. So that's even better reason to go ahead and get it into that giveaway if you that haven't is. already. I, mean, I forgot well, I uh, did drop a comment in there, so let me do that real quick. Yeah, you probably <laughs> should, because I don't know if you actually uh, subscribe or not. <laughs> you may or may, you may not. I don't Hold know. Hold on here. <laughs> All but, right. Uh, but uh, for all our listeners, today, our main topic, uh, just give you guys kind of some foresight of what we're going to be talking about. Me and Bang... Uh, we're going to take turns talking about our favorite hunts of the 2020-2021 duck seasons uh, yes. in our respective areas. So he's up north. Wait, is Minnesota. it just duck or just our hunting season? Just your hunting season. Okay. And okay, uh, go ahead. mine's a duck hunt, obviously. So that's why I said duck season. But, uh, <laughs> and mine's going to be in Louisiana. So it'll be a... Uh, it should be interesting. I'm excited. Neither of us know what the other one is going to talk about. So I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. at least excited to hear what Banks is. And I'm sure he's excited to hear what mine is. Maybe not. But All right. Go for it. I guess I'm taking the lead. So uh, <laughs> overall, first of all, I just want to say the 2020-2021 duck season um, was quite the disappointment. Um <laughs> so my uh, options for great hunts, uh, the best hunt, it's not a very hard choice because there weren't that many great hunts to choose from. Uh, and anyone who follows the channel could probably see my sadness in all of our videos because it just was a terrible <laughs> season. But uh, my favorite hunt was hands down... Uh, it was a Monday morning. We got on Sunday night. We got a, we got snow here in Louisiana, which is the first time I'd actually seen snow in like three years. Uh, and we got a nice little layer of snow, so a big cold front. Um, so of course, like I had high hopes already. It's like a huge cold front is coming through. There's going to be some birds, hopefully some fresh birds coming into the area. Uh, Everyone had to work. Like I said, it was a Monday morning, so I was going out by myself. It was just me and Boone. Um, had my kayak and my dog, and that was it. So we got to the lake. Um, we were on the little lake. We got there about 5.30 or so, and uh, there was two other groups of people there. There was one other dude who was in a kayak by himself, and then there was two dudes getting in this, like, job boat type deal. Uh, and it's, it's a decent-sized lake, but three groups of people hunting on it is kind of crowded if that makes sense definitely a crowd yeah but the good thing about it is um every time i've hunted there and i was the only person there i was in the wrong spot it didn't matter the birds would just ignore me and they'd go sit down on the other side so having the three people there um helped keep the birds moving but we paddled out there that was actually the first hunt that boone had been in the kayak He'd only been in the kayak like two times before that as a puppy. Uh, so I was very nervous about that, especially 
with it being in the dark uh, with a full kayak. Uh, and it was like a half mile paddle. So it wasn't terrible, but still. Uh, I was a little nervous. He did great. He just sat there and stared at the alligators. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so we paddled out and got uh, set up. And I brought his uh, dog line. And we got them all set up. And we were just sitting there. And it was a nice, calm, cold morning. It was the, the best part about it really was how cold it was. I mean, we were in the snow. It was, you could tell it was going to be a beautiful day. And it was like 15 degrees. Uh, so it felt like home to me, uh, which, which I really enjoyed. But shooting light came around. Um, and the dude who was hunting about three, 400 yards to the right of me, he was back in a little timber cut. He ripped off three shots, like right at shooting light. Um, and I couldn't see all the way down there, but you could hear birds um, kind of fly in that direction. And right after shooting light, he shot. The dudes on the other end of the lake shot. I was like, damn, man. Like, I must be the only one in a bad spot. Uh, but sure enough, like two minutes later, the birds started flying around. Um, so my first bird, I got a passing shot on a stud Drake Gadwall. Um, and it was about a 65-yard retrieve for Boone. Um right in the dark, which he went and got it. So right off the bat, like nice. two minutes in, had our first bird on the board. So obviously I was excited about that. Um, and Boone had a really great retrieve. Uh, the rest of the hunt slowly went on. Um, there were a few shots I didn't take um, early in the morning, but I was out there until I'd say about 11 o'clock that day. Um, and when it's just me in a kayak, one, it's peaceful. Nothing against any of my hunting friends, because uh, I hunt with plenty of different guys. So if you guys are listening, nothing against you. Uh, I enjoy <laughs> hunting with my buddies. Like I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but there's just something about being out there by yourself um, that is unmatchable. Uh, like it's just I don't know. It's like man versus wild. You know what I mean? Like you're back, yeah. you're back in your natural state. Like that is as primitive as you can get. Uh, and it was just that enjoyable enough. To top it off, I was not alone. I was with Boone, which it was his first season. It was a terrible season, so he hadn't got a lot of retrieves yet, and I had high hopes. Um, and as the day went on, groups of Gadwall kept working in, and groups of Widgeon kept working in. So I ended the day um, with a limit. I think I shot... I have a video, so you guys can fact-check me. Uh, I did make a video <laughs> of this hunt, but I think I shot three Widgeon and three Gadwall. That was I may, exciting. I may be wrong, but it was fun. Uh, a lot of them were like, I think three of the six birds were water swats, uh, but it was, they were working. <laughs> I mean, I was working birds. I was laying down in the kayak line. Boone was hidden, and we were working birds, so it was really fun. Um, but... That's also the hunt where I lost my new phone. I had my, I bought an iPhone 12, uh, <laughs> and I had it for no more than two weeks. Dropped it in the lake. Um, so that was awesome. And that's also the hunt where I fell in to the lake. <laughs> so, uh, so I remember that video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm sure you remember the, the video that's literally captioned. I fell in the lake <laughs> kayak duck hunting. Um, it was fun, but 
the, the whole part like falling in the lake that was miserable what had happened was the last bird i shot um i sent boone on i was frustrated because it'd been like an hour and a half since we got any birds um and i had one group come in and i completely whipped on him and then i shot that one he splashed i sent boone to get it he he wasn't running blinds at the time so he didn't mark it good so i shot again in that direction to try and kind of get him to go that way um sent him again and he just didn't want to like i don't know what his deal was but he wouldn't go he was just acting stupid so i was pissed off um <laughs> so i got out of my kayak just and i think that's when i dropped my phone in the lake was when i got out of my kayak because the water is only like three feet deep or so um and i think it was in my lap i think when i pulled myself out of my kayak i actually dropped my phone in the lake um, and i started walking over there to him um and I think it's because I think I think I got struck down by God because I was being like I was so pissed off and I was being such a dick to him that I think God was just like, you know what? I need to check this guy real quick. <laughs> and I don't know what it was, but I just like I slowly started falling forward and it was like slow motion. And I don't know if you've ever fallen. <laughs> yes. When you're waist deep in cold water. But like there's like you're kind of helpless, like there's nothing you can do. It's too deep to put your hands down. It's normally if you fall like in shallower water, you land on your knees. At least that's what I do. Like I just drop to my knees if I trip and you don't fill up and you catch yourself on your knees. It was too deep for that. So I was just like slowly like trying to regain my balance, like falling forward and it didn't work. And then just (laughs) straight face into the water, filled my weight or so. And if you ever, if you watch the video, like you'll hear me like gasping because I, I get, freezing yeah, cold water that. and you're just like, <gasps> <gasps> like i sound so fucking stupid but i went ahead and published <laughs> it anyway um because i feel like it added to the dramatic effect but so i walked back over to the bank uh and climbed up on the bank and pulled my jacket off which was soaked um pulled off all my base layers which were soaked took my waders off dumped them out I was basically just staying on the bank of my underwear, just freezing cold. Uh, <laughs> and I was still pissed off because that freaking duck was still just sitting out there in the water and still didn't get it. So it was, <laughs> it was a good experience. Uh, so I kind of dried off the best I could, put my wet clothes back on, um, got back in my kayak, paddled out there, picked up my duck, paddled back, and I was sitting there uh, trying to get some hot hams fired up. Um, to kind of warm myself up a little bit. And that's when I looked down at my watch, like my Apple watch, and I realized it said my phone was disconnected from the watch. And that's when like I had this like, oh fuck moment of like my phone's disconnected. <laughs> Where the fuck is it? Uh, so like I run back over to the bank and looked all over the bank, couldn't find it on the bank. And then it really like set in like, it's in the lake like <laughs> so then i was like walking around kicking the like muck and shit trying to find my phone i couldn't find my phone and then i just gave up I was like, whatever um and the fun story about that this is irrelevant but i went to best buy and i bought that phone outright from best buy and activated it on my like phone plan like fucking 1100 bucks i didn't like i didn't buy apple care with like theft of loss i didn't buy insurance on it nothing so like just straight drop all that money into the <laughs> lake but uh yeah i will always remember that hunt uh, 
and it was one of my best hunts of the year. So, so before before duck season started, my uncle asked me, "Can you can your dog retrieve?" I said, "Yes." She, and they said, "Can she do blinds?" I said, "No." Word of advice: If your dog can't do blinds, bring rocks, stuff your bags with rocks, and throw it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Did did Boone ever end up retrieving that last one? No, I paddled out there and got it. <laughs> I mean, that's why. Like, I'm, I was in a kayak. Yeah. I mean, if you can't go get it, I can get it. Uh, I really don't need a dog when I'm hunting out of a kayak. But yeah, but it's it's convenient. <laughs> it was heartbreaking. So. But yeah. So let's hear. Uh, let's bring some let's rocks. Hear... <laughs> <laughs> I would have just I would have just dropped them all in the lake and been pissed off. So. <laughs> What's your favorite hunt, man? What was your best hunt of okay. 2020? Okay, my best hunt of 2020. Now, keep in mind, I I do focus on Upland more, and I'm going to talk about Upland. Uh, my favorite hunt was when Nita actually locked point on her own, and I watched her, or I witnessed her doing it right next to me while we walked, like while there was a pheasant ten feet away from me. So. I, don't, I can't tell you if it's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. <laughs> it's just a regular day to go hunt. And uh, I was walking a field. And we had just got there. And my uncle was like, hey, look, this is my hot spot. I'm not going to tell you to, uh, I'm not going to let you tell anyone else. Which, you know, that's all hunting people there. And their talks. But anyway, we go to this hot spot. And he's like, all right, there's definitely birds here. I know there's, so be ready. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. And then he's like, usually we walk a line if we have a lot of people, but he, um, it was just me and him. And so we, we split the field and we went our own ways. And I'm walking next to my dog, Nita, and she's, we're about maybe 50 yards in already. And she's like walking all of a sudden. She like, I don't know. Have you ever seen a dog point? like just lock on naturally without training or anything like that Bad? uh no not I mean, okay <laughs> like not actually like in a hunting situation okay yeah well. my dumbass dog points at everything that walks <laughs> by and like leaves blowing but okay well like <laughs> she we were walking next to each other and i'm just like in my head i'm like wow I really hope there's a there's a bird here and she just walks and all of a sudden she stops turns her head to, her le- to the left lifts one leg up and like tails out pointed and everything like the dog's in a pointing position to my left i'm like what the fuck and i'm looking looking down trying to find it and she's there's a hen so obviously we can't shoot it's a hen pheasant right there i'm like damn that's that was awesome that's like (laughs) that was the best thing i've ever seen her do naturally by herself without me like forcing her so then she locked point on the, the hen. I was like, okay, no bird because you can't shoot him. So I just let her go and chase it and let it fly away. I'd call her back. The next thing we know, two other hens, or one rooster, one hen flies. I locked down the rooster and I shot him down. She retrieved it. And that was my happiest moment of hunting for 2020. It's simple and easy, but... The way she produced the birds for me, I knew she was going to be a really good upland dog. <laughs> so that was that was your proud that, that, dad that, that, that was a proud dad moment there, and that was like <laughs> my best hunting moment. 
I mean, of course, like our opener here was very fun and uh, for duck and pheasant, but a great session hunting session there for me was that one experience. Hell yeah. 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 I, uh, and you know, I don't, I don't mean to sound like negative or like I had a terrible time this year. Like I had a blast during yeah. hunting season. I do every year. It doesn't matter how good or bad it is. Uh, cause I have a love for the sport, but right. it's, it's nice to kill ducks. Like that's <laughs> it, it, fun. Yeah. It's really enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, but we did, we had some highs and lows. I mean, we had the tote blind that we built, uh, that we got to hunt out of. We had like one good hunt out of it. Maybe, um, that was fun. That was exciting. Um, we got to hunt some new places. Um, I hunted with some people that I did not with last year. Um, so it, overall, I had a good time. And I got to take Boone every day, which um, really, he was the only reason I hunted as many days this year as I did. And yeah. I, I only made like four or five videos, I think, but I hunted over 50% of the days the season was open. I think my total count was like 42 of 60. So I hunted a lot. It was just very poor. Um, a lot of the good hunts we did go on, as far as like video making goes, I didn't get the chance to make videos or like I just didn't have enough good footage. I don't want to put out like shitty videos. So I didn't have enough like decent footage to make a video. Um, or I just didn't record. There were a lot of hunts where I was like, man, I just want to take this in and enjoy it. I'm not going to record it. And of course, that's when we have a good hunt. <laughs> yeah, so, I know what you uh, mean. I feel like my, like, I don't know. I mean, if everyone else had a good year and I had a bad year, I would think that I was cursed at recording things. But <laughs> pretty much the entire state had a shitty duck season. So You saw all my snaps to you about my good hunting sessions or season <laughs> this year. We were killing it, by the way, up here. Yeah. And I, and I think it is just you guys down there, like, in Louisiana that had a bad year. Dude, I mean, it, that's a that's a big flight. Mm-hmm. That's a long trip for a duck. And, and, the weather, and the weather was, like, not that cold up here until that one cold front in March that happened. <laughs> yeah, like February. Yeah. Yeah, so it was that. it was snowing. It didn't even snow or anything crazy here. So they were a, still up here for sure. Yeah, that was February. That's when we had we had the snow apocalypse in, <laughs> uh, in Louisiana. That was our second snow of the year. And like I was off work for two weeks. Like the whole city was shut down for one straight week. Goddamn! It was it was terrible. Uh, <laughs> Because they don't have like snow plows or like right. salt trucks or anything. <laughs> Which you lived in North Carolina, like you saw yeah. that shit. Like they don't, yeah. they don't prepare for things because it doesn't happen. So <laughs> when it does happen, like you're fucked. And yeah. I actually had family visiting. Um, they got here on like Friday night, and Sunday is when it started snowing. They were supposed you know, to fly out Wednesday, and they were stuck here till the next Wednesday. <laughs> you know what they say? Like, when you're from up north and it happens down there, they brought it with them. Yeah. yeah I, get, <laughs> I get blamed for a lot. but uh, Yeah. I didn't do anything. I didn't enjoy it either. Like, I 
wasn't a fan of every business being closed for a week. Like the water, like we had no water pressure. Most of the city didn't have water. We were fortunate enough to keep power, but yeah, we were uh, we were eating scraps by like day five. We weren't prepared for that one, so because <laughs> like we knew it was gonna Good snow. Days. Yeah, we knew it was gonna snow. We just didn't think it was gonna snow. Snow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we didn't think it was gonna be a fucking blizzard, but <laughs> yeah, they tricked us. So. Let's not get off track here. We're going to yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, I did a poll on Instagram through okay. sometime this week and uh, asked some questions. So we got two questions we're going to talk about. These are both dog related. The first one is from Kyle. Um, and his question was, my dog doesn't play well with others. What do I do to help that? Or how do I help that? Um, yeah. So when... when- they say others. Is it like other dogs or like I'm ass- people in general? I'm or assuming just- it. I'm gonna assume it's other dogs. Okay. Um, but that's yeah. I, I I don't think it means other people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with other dogs. So um, I wish I could help you, Kyle, but I don't know. Like Boone doesn't like to play with others either. Um, but that's never really been a, like a. I don't know like a problem like he he doesn't like pick fights with them so i guess like need more context like his so boone his is dog's boone name just crash. doesn't care for them so yeah like kyle's dog's name is crash so i'm gonna refer to crash a lot but like okay. i don't know if crash is like aggressive towards other dogs or just doesn't give a shit about them or what um I'm assuming it's probably aggressiveness like boone doesn't give a shit about other dogs especially with he's only around them when we're training and like when we're training, he literally could give a shit less about anyone or anything or any <laughs> dog or that's going on besides me and the marks and the blinds. Like that's all he gives a shit about. <laughs> he ignores everything else. Um, which is a good thing. That is um, a great thing. But when we're done, like and I'll be with my friends and we'll try and get him to like play and shit. Like he just still ignores them. And he'll just sit there and like wait for you to throw a bumper for him. Um, <laughs> But uh, it, but then when we're at home, like if I take him out for a walk or something, and we see another dog, like he'll bark at him and shit. Uh, when he was a puppy, he did have a problem of trying to like body up other dogs. Like he's full of testosterone. Uh, <laughs> like he'll run up and like puff his chest out. Like his little mohawk will come up on his back. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, but he would never do anything. He'd just sit there and like sniff their butt and then walk away. So, um, I don't. I'd say a lot of it. Would just I would just try and socialize. Um, depending on how aggressive they're being, like if they're really aggressive, like obviously be careful. Um, but if Crash just doesn't give a shit about other dogs and you want them to, then maybe. So fine. so what I would say is more exposure. Um, yeah. Uh, I know dog owners who own more than one dog obviously so they're they're more exposed and or they even go to dog parks so start them young if if crash is still young if not then you know they do play dates and all that stuff um i, I want to say crash is older i don't okay i don't want to quote this but i want to say like yeah. two years old. 
Well, I mean, it's still young. Like, exposure to other dogs make more social, of course, obviously. That way, and then if they're being, like, aggressive towards other dogs, then, you know, that's when you have to step up and tell your dog that you're the boss, too. Instead of crash. <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Socialization. Uh, so if anyone's listening, they are have a young dog or are getting a young dog, socialization is like the most important thing as a puppy. Uh, and not just other dogs, but to... A lot of exposure. Everything in the entire world. Yes. Like, take that dog everywhere. And you'll save yourself <laughs> yes. so many headaches. But... If you didn't do that, or there's just some dogs are just naturally don't like other dogs. I mean, that's, I mean, it is what it is. There's plenty of humans that don't like other humans. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it is what it is. But, uh, yeah. I, I would just find a very, like, patient dog. Like, if you have a friend who has a dog who's got a very, like, high tolerance, then, try and introduce them to each other and see what happens and just keep doing it, doing it, doing it. Don't find another dog that's like shitty towards other dogs. Cause then you're just going to have <laughs> yeah. like, a, like some Michael Stupid. big dog fights, but <laughs> yeah. uh, definitely find like a very patient dog. So hopefully you have a friend who has a cool dog. Um, Crash is a cool dog though. I file, uh, I talk to Kyle a lot on Instagram and he trains Crash. So Crash is a little okay. badass, but, uh, Banded Bill Outdoors asked, what was the most difficult drill slash concept to teach Boone? Um, and I've seen this question for several days now, and I still haven't <laughs> thought of an answer. I've actually thought about it like every day. <laughs> what am I going to answer? I'll, uh, I'll tell you what. To me, it's force fetch. <laughs> force fetch was the hardest for you? Yes. Yes. Why? Because it took me so long and forever to do it. Because you're impatient. And, yes, exactly. And, and that, that's why I could answer it right away, because <laughs> I hated it. So force fetch for me was like a breeze. I mean, it, it took a like, I mean, it, it took a little bit of time, but yeah, like we didn't run into much trouble. Uh, hold conditioning before we started force fetch kind of annoyed me, but it wasn't hard or like difficult. It definitely wasn't the most difficult thing we've done. Um. And then all of like our force work and like T work and everything. Um, I'm sure you guys know I follow Freddie King's kind of training method, and it's super simple and easy. Um, so I didn't really have any issues. I think the hardest drill slash concept would actually was obedience uh, for Boone, like like healing and sitting. Yeah, obe- obedience. I'm still that answer. Like That's basic obedience. <laughs> just well, yeah, like formal obedience. Like he just yeah. he, I, he was as a pup, um, which he still got a lot of pup in him. But as a pup, he was like so hyper and crazy and spazzy. Um, like trying to get that dog shaped into heel uh, was like a nightmare, <laughs> and I have to stay on top of him constantly like i have to set the bar way 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 up high and like literally any time we're doing anything i have to enforce that standard all the way up there because like one day of just let him do whatever the hell he wants and he'll regress back to like six month old boot uh 
He I looks like he heals really well, though. I mean, based off the you know, the videos that you've been posting. Um, well, yeah. When he retrieves I... right next to you automatically. Yeah, I gotta stay on his ass. <laughs> That's why. So, so good on that. <laughs> yeah. So I am consistent, but like even when we go out, like when I take him out, at heal, like you're gonna heal, you're gonna sit, you're not gonna pull ahead, you're not gonna pull back, you're not gonna go to the side. Like mm-hmm. he, he probably hates his life, but he gets <laughs> tons of fun pokers. So those were the two questions. Um, hopefully they answered you. I know. Kyle, we didn't answer that well, but I tried. I mean, <laughs> so I'm gonna real quick. We're gonna go ahead and pull up our liveness. Okay. And we're gonna hit it live real quick. See if we got any questions. Check in we'll with see everyone. If, we'll see if uh, Kyle hops on and uh, we can and we can get, get some more details. information from yeah. Kyle. Yeah. Yes. So that. we can fully answer his question. Let's do. But that. if he doesn't, it's okay. I'm trying to figure out which way. I guess I can hold it up here next to this other camera. Um, <laughs> so for those of you guys listening to the podcast, first of all, the podcast is now on Spotify. Um, I shared that link on everywhere, uh, and it's going to be tagged uh, on all of our stuff. So the link is on Spotify, or the podcast is on Spotify. Um, and it's submitted to Apple Podcasts for review right now. So once it gets up there, I'll also post those links and let you guys know how to get to it. But uh, right now, you can listen to it on Spotify, and you can listen to it on the RSS feed. Um, as well as nice. this one is being recorded, and we're going to publish the video up on YouTube. So my YouTube subscribers can see it. Um, that way they can see that we have a podcast, too, because I don't know how many of them actually see it. And we got a couple hundred of those guys. So we got someone in here. Hunter LeBlanc. LeBlanc. What's up, Hunter? I haven't talked to Hunter in a long time, actually. Hunter has been a follower since, like, day one. Uh, <laughs> and I <laughs> haven't talked to him in a while. I don't know. He must he must not like me anymore. Speaking of followers, Facebook just finally recognized me as a Find V Outdoor top fan. <laughs> you're, a, you're a top fan on Facebook? Yeah, I just got a notification. <laughs> Hell yeah. Our Facebook so, uh... is slacking. I don't know why, but, like, we don't get as much <laughs> exposure on uh Facebook. Our Instagram does well. Uh, TikTok does well. We have the. Oh, yes. Yeah. Speaking of TikTok, have you seen that TikTok video of like couples and their dogs and they'll run, eat like you and Maddie will run the opposite direction and see where your dogs follow, who they, who they follow? I don't want to do that because I don't want to upset her. But... <laughs> Knowing that Memphis and Boot is coming to you. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I tried that oh, yeah. and. My uh, my wife was just like, yeah. Well, we know who needed belongs to. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So what's going on, Instagram? We are live. We're actually doing the podcast right now. Um, Hunter, he said, let's do a call-in podcast. It's been a while. Just shoot me a message, Hunter. Um, and we'll try and figure something out. We're actually wrapping this one up. We just stopped on here to see if you guys had any questions. Uh. Ty Collins, I think, or I work with your dad. I don't know if he's talking to me or if he's talking to Hunter. <laughs> but Ty works okay. with someone's dad, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> whatever. But uh, if you work with my dad, I'm sorry. <laughs> he said, "You, Dad." 
Oh, yeah, you definitely work with my dad, then. Uh, <laughs> he's not that bad. He's entertaining. Uh, not as entertaining as me, but he's entertaining. So, uh, yeah, if you guys haven't, check out the podcast. This one is going to be up tonight. It's going to be on Spotify. It's going to be on our RSS feed, and the YouTube video should be up tonight as well. Of course, like always, I'll leave some links down below for you guys. But we just wrapped it up. We had a nice little conversation. We did a recap of uh, our favorite hunts of the year. We talked about several things. So I appreciate y'all for tuning in. It doesn't look like we're going to have any cool questions. but uh, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it is what it is. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. I think we've been on the horn for about 40 minutes. Uh, we, our target time was 30 minutes. Our first podcast was like an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, it was it's pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I appreciate y'all. Um, and I appreciate y'all. And I appreciate y'all on the podcast. So I'm looking at four different things right now. But uh, I hope everyone thanks has a good night. for thanks, listening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. It was a pleasure. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Hope you enjoyed it. All right. Thank you.